0: As-salamu alaykum, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Farhat Dhamin. If you'd like to listen to Peeves episodes or subscribe to my newsletter, please go to smartmuslima.com. Okay, let's start. So I'm going to be speaking about how um, uncivilised liberal societies have become. And the reason why I'm um, speaking about this is that um, two days ago in the UK... Um, a te- an RE teacher, whilst teaching um, the topic of blasphemy, um, thought it would be okay to show a picture of um, a cartoon of the Prophet Salallahu Alaihi and um, and this is the cartoon that was um, drawn by Charlie Hebdo, the French satirical magazine, that. Um, it was, a, it was a very nasty depiction of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and it was, the purpose of it was to insult, was to ridicule. So this teacher showed it and then um, uh, there were Muslim pupils in the class and um, because of that then, um, Muslim parents held a peaceful protest outside the school to show how um, offended they were that um, their beloved prophet Muhammad peace be upon him was being um, insulted through that picture and that the school should you know the teacher should should be more intelligent and thoughtful so that teacher has been suspended and um, now that that story will continue. Now as Muslims we need to realise this isn't the first time, is it? We, we know that. There was the Salman Rushdie book, um, the Danish cartoons, there've been movies where they've shown, uh, depicted the Prophet, peace be upon him. So it's very well known that Muslims, in, in Islam, we don't draw pictures of the Prophet, peace be upon him, um, whether that's good or bad pictures, you know, depicting him in any way, we don't do that, it's against our beliefs. And so... Um, now, anything insulting the Prophet, peace upon him, naturally, Muslims are going to get offended by that. That's a natural reaction. And in Islam, we don't, We there's a very strong emphasis on um, a prohibition of insulting the religious leaders of other faiths. You know, we don't, um, it's not acceptable to insult them, to um, try to, you know, purposely try to cause offence, you know, ridicule them. That's not um, Islamic adab and akhlaq, you know, manners and morals. We we don't accept that. And, um, and therefore that's, that's the values that we hold. And so therefore, um, when we're living in liberal democracies, um, secular countries that, you know, don't give, um, that much weight to some religion, they've, they've pushed that to the side based on their historical experience of Christianity, um, when we move to these countries, we do find it strange that they don't have a problem um, mocking Isa Islam, for example. Even though people are Christian in that country that they'll mock or making movies about Musa, um, you know, it's become acceptable to do that. And so therefore there then is this different different views, aren't there? And so what we're told is that when we're living in a country like Britain, we should um accept those values. We shouldn't have a problem. And the main premise here is that freedom of speech is so important. It's like the starting point and it's so fundamental to society that basically everything is fair game. So religious leaders, the queen, anyone, you know, you can insult her, insult them and mock them. that that's what has is like the foundation. And the thing is that, I'm questioning why, and I think we should question when when these things happen. We should, that's what's thrown in our faces. And anyone who disagrees with you, we're told, no, this is freedom of speech, and therefore we have to have freedom of speech because otherwise, you don't, how, you're then going to prevent the truth, or you're going to prevent us from accounting inept political leaders, or, you know, when there's an injustice. If we start make it saying you can't um, criticise religion, then that means you can't criticise um, uh, leaders and government policies and um, things like that. that that's what's told. But th- I think that, um, firstly, I've spoken about this previously, but the idea of free speech, it is a liberal, like this idea that you should have unfettered, um, you have this unfettered right to speak what you want to, um, regardless of the offence it causes like I said that is a premise that, of liberals you know and it came about um during the enlightenment period so that it wasn't always the case that in these societies they believed that and so you would do need to think are you then saying the people prior to the enlightenment you know they were they uncivilized were they barbaric you know, and only people—the people who people came after, the people who subscribe to that view—they're the civilized ones. They are, um, you know, they're correct. So that's number one. That's the first thing I think we should do is we should question the premise that freedom of speech is a human right. You know, is a um, it's fundamental to creating a cohesive civil society because there's what it seems like with all this mockery and sarcasm and satire and um, contempt that exists we haven't got a very civil our societies are becoming less civilized you know people complain especially older people will complain about the youth that oh they're rude they're you know foul they don't show respect but what if we look at the reaction to when muslims say we don't like our prophet being insulted and depicted in a disgusting manner. Actually, we don't even like it when you do it to Isa Al Salaam, who's our prophet. There are millions of people around the world who actually agree with Muslims, and they are not may not be Muslim, but they do believe that there are some red lines that exist, and um, they shouldn't be um, walked over. So having respect for your mother, having respect, you know, that's something you should not be able to, that should be acceptable to insult, you know. In the same way, you know, we teach children to respect their parents and the teachers. So, but also the main point I'm saying here is that there are, in in the public domain, many countries and many people believe there should be rules that protect um, religious figures, but also just... um, you know, certain cultural things that they are dear to them culturally, they don't feel you should have this, um, a God, you know, well, it doesn't make sense to say God-given right, but this unquestionable right to insult because that that's what is, is, is given as the reason why it's okay to draw pictures of our prophet, peace be upon him. So, okay, so that's the first thing to, I want to say that not everyone agrees with this idea. Now, um, what I'm not saying is that there should be no freedom of speech. Of course, in Islam, there's a very strong emphasis on, for example, accounting rulers. So when a, a ruler of a Muslim country, um, leader, sorry, um, misapplies Islam, the people should speak up. Um, you know, this whole concept of enjoining the good, forbidding the evil, you know, speaking the truth. That is very important in Islam. Even um, And even the idea, it's interesting, Islam... And this is in the Quran, as you all know, that um, questioning who created the universe, questioning is the Quran the word of Allah, you know, was the prophet, peace be upon him, a prophet, that is actually an absolute, uh, it's okay to critique that. But in a respectful way, in a non-insulting way and in an intellectual way. Because I have come across Muslims who think it's okay that, oh, they're insulting us so we can insult them or their leaders or their religious figures or their beliefs. But if you look at the prophet, peace be upon him, he never did that. It was always on, let's um, discuss and debate the ideas the values, that you know, if you think the Prophet, peace upon him, with the Quraysh, he was questioning, um, as the ayahs were being revealed, he was questioning, why do you bury your daughters? Why do you worship idols? Why do the rich um, oppress the poor? Yeah, these were things that the Quraysh were doing, and they were pagans, but it was for the purpose of getting people to think. And so, if you think of, there are so many books, um, and, you know, written about... Um, um, Islam and how it's incorrect and it's a fallacy and that's fine people are writing them and if we want to read them and then critique them we should but and uh, no one you don't see people protesting outside bookshops when that happens but we do have a problem with and um and why not is that uh, our prophet peace upon him who's so beloved to us um is when he's insulted there's that's a red line isn't it and um so it just, what i was noticing on the radio um when p muslims were coming on to defend what's happening um a number of them were taking the premise that actually yeah this um idea of freedom of speech with no limits is okay yeah i do believe in freedom of speech but l- let's just have a look even the idea of um as a theory it is flawed and um and I'll tell you what, and in and in when it's in reality, when it's it's not implementable as a law, and you'll see this because in every free society you have um, there are rules. There's libel laws that exist. There's um, defamation laws. There's um, you know, for example, in Germany, um, it's prohibited to deny the Holocaust. Yeah, and that you can go to jail for this hate speech laws. There are and laws against racist speech yeah and rightly so there are we see that in every single society that there are laws that restrict what you can say in a public platform you know how you can insult and so therefore when it comes to muslims and i'd say sometimes you know religion in general but you can see this law is very politicized and that it's used very strictly and, and comes out when it comes to Islam and Muslims. And one of the things that um, I've noticed over time, and you see that with the Salman Rushdie affair, is that um, uh, it does seem to be the Muslims who, alhamdulillah, they're not willing to give up what they believe in or and surrender to this kind of a liberal inquisition that is taking place, uh, and free speech is used as the prem- premise that we're saying, no, we, okay, Christians may have given up, um, and, and they allow Islam to be insulted, but we're not going to do that. Why should we? Yeah, I, I think that's, that's, that's the main thing. Why should we? Yeah. And of course, it doesn't mean we're going to be violent. We're always going to be peaceful, because that's what the sunnah of the prophet that you're insulting taught, taught us to do, to be peaceful in our um, disagreements. Um So, yeah, so that is, because even though it's interesting that if we look at our historically, we may have been colonised, we may have, you know, um, it's interesting that the values that are being, we're being told that to accept living in the UK or the US, wherever it is, um, those values have been forcefully imported through colonialism into our countries that's what happened it, was, it wasn't because we want you know, when we had our own system, we had our laws, we had our values, we were all pre we were Muslims were happy in their countries. And it was only when no one asked for uh Britain or France to occupy our countries, they did that, and with that they bought their values and said, You must take, accept these as well. So that may have happened, that we may have been um colonized, you know, militarily, but what hasn't happened is, as far as the Islamic mind now and, and our thinking, that hasn't been crushed. That and the and there's a resistance in our in accepting these values because it doesn't agree with our fitra, it doesn't agree with our sacred texts, and that's what people don't like. That why aren't they giving it up? And the point is, this is what's so interest. I find so interesting. We understand very clearly La ikra that you cannot. impose your belief onto someone else in Islam that's so clear everyone can read that in the Quran so we don't want to impose our beliefs on anyone but we're being told if you live in a in a country you have to accept so this one in particular this idea of freedom to insult that's what you should have to accept and you shouldn't have a problem with it and what I'm saying is you should there's nothing wrong with you having that and that's something that we should clearly teach our kids that um these are our beliefs, and no one can force you to not believe to to, to um, cast them aside. Yeah, we love our Prophet, peace be upon him, and we're going to keep loving our Prophet, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And if anyone insults him, we will um, politely and um, intellectually defend him. Yeah, that's that's our right. Um, so yeah, so that that's that's really quite an thing to to remember that we've got this. um this resistance should continue, this intellectual um, resistance should continue. And, you know, it does make you just think that these, whether it's cartoons or movies, it's like they um, they purposely do it to provoke us. And we mustn't be provoked into doing anything un-Islamic. That's what's really, uh, I think, is really important. Um, but um, so, so, you know that was the main thing i really wanted to say because this isn't going to be the last of it we all know that don't we um and um it's i I just think i would rather live in a society where insulting isn't hasn't become the norm um cussing each other and being put downs and being sarcastic um you know where when you have young children you don't want them to be like that and then once they go into teenage years and they go into high school, those kind of things start creeping in and you really notice it and you, and you don't like it. Um, but when it's become so normalized and that then you have um, society and, and the government and the media is all saying, no, it's absolutely okay, um, it's very hard to then create a very um, cohesive you know, society. And I think um, liberals in particular... Could learn a lot from Islam and the adab and akhlaq that is was is nurtured in Islam and encouraged. Um, and so, rather than trying to make force Muslims, turning Muslims into the bogeymen on TV protesting, they should actually think. Well, maybe we should take a step back and and maybe listen to their point of view. Maybe they've got a point. Maybe we could. Uh, there's a better way of doing things rather than thinking in having this superiority complex. Um, which believes that they, their values are superior and everyone else globally should accept them. Um, well, inshallah, that's, uh, I hope you find that useful. Um, and inshallah, like I said, if you would like to sign up to my newsletter, you can do so going on uh, smartmuslima.com. Inshallah, I hope you have uh, a lovely day. Uh, I'm your sister, Farhat Amin. as